0: Hey, everyone, and welcome to Buzzing About Romance. I am Becky. And I am Leah. And um, I am super excited for this episode. It is an author spotlight episode.
1: Mm-hmm. We haven't done one for a while, have we?
0: Maybe Allie we actually it a not actually recorded one.
1: We haven't recorded one for a little bit. We haven't recorded We don't one always for... record in the right order, so. <laughs>
0: we do not. <laughs> um, but I am super excited about this. This is an author that's been on my wish list for a minute, and because mm-hmm. I'm slightly obsessed with her books.
1: They're delightful and wonderful and dirty. How
0: Dirty. Um, so on this episode of Buzzing About Romance, we are joined by author Mary Carr. Uh, Leah, will you read us her bio? <clears throat> Virginia native Mary Carr is a New York Times and USA
1: Today best-selling bestseller of contemporary sexy romance and romantic suspense novels. With over two million copies of her books sold, Mary was the winner of the Romance Writers of America's Passionate Plume Award for her novella, Erotic Research. She has over a hundred published works, including her popular Wild Irish and Compass books, along with the Trinity Masters series that she co-writes with
0: Lila Dubois. And off to the interview we go. Welcome to the podcast, Mary. Thank
2: you. I'm really happy to be here.
0: We are so excited that you're here. Um, we, I'm just, I'm so excited. I'll probably fangirl a little bit, but a lot, you know,
2: just a lot. Don't even,
0: I, don't try like to, to it. do that. I'm, that's a, that's welcome. Yeah. It's, <laughs> well, and I mean, we went to did it off mic a little bit, but your hockey novella that's in Kindle Unlimited, we have been screaming at people for, well, it, I featured it in our hockey draft episode that we did back mm-hmm. in February because mm-hmm. I was trying to find unexpected hockey romances. And right. I don't know what it was about that book. It just hit.
2: It was fun to write. It, it's Yeah, I mean, I liked it. Sometimes when you're writing a book, you're like, okay, this one's working out. And that one, mm-hmm. I, the whole time I was writing, I'm like, I, loved, I just loved the girl and I loved the guy. And I liked writing them. Sometimes stories fall out of you. And that one fell out of me they just mm-hmm. they will
1: well, it it's a novella
2: which it, it is short yeah I love
1: a novella but honestly by the end of it I was like why couldn't she have written this as the full book
2: the whole do you know that was all right there's a whole backstory to that that was not originally like my book I was writing books under another pen name with two friends of mine so okay. that book was published under big puck under another author name and then we just got too busy and that didn't work so we split the pen name up, and we took you know books primarily that we wrote, that, and I'd written that one. So mm-hmm. I took it, and I'm, we're like, we can do whatever we want to with these books now. So you know they use them for newsletter builders, or and I was like, no, I really like that story. We're going to publish it as a little hockey novella. So that story had a whole back life that. It's just everything I do in my life is a science experiment. I'm that kind of author. I'm like, oh, let's just throw the spaghetti at the wall and see what sticks. It's, it seems to be working though. Well.
0: <laughs> I was going to say, it stuck with that novella, like so much so that everyone will be like, oh, I'm not, I'm not sure what to read. I need something quick and fast. I'm like, that's quick. making yeah. his play right now. Oh, mm-hmm. so Go get that it. Because, um, you know, I'm slightly
2: obsessed with that book. Do you like hockey too? I love yeah, that. mm-hmm. We're we hockey are, family.
0: that's actually like for the podcast itself and a lot of our community. That's how we all found each other was hockey romances. And so um, that's kind of our those tend to be our go to books that we that and then romantic suspense because Leah is
1: I'm a suspense junkie. Are
0: She's you like all mm-hmm. about the romantic
1: suspense? So. I love I love romantic suspense. Have a I like that.
2: I'm actually writing, I do a romantic suspense um, series with a co-writer that we've done for a million years Mm -hmm. um, that are, that are a lot of fun to write with the mystery and the very complicated romantic suspenses are not easy to write there's mm-hmm. a lot that goes into those i mean i'm usually contemporary yeah. romance but i love writing with lila because she's kind of I was the, gonna I say was is a, that the
0: series with lila training master
2: she's the brains behind the uh the mystery <laughs> and I'm, i would say she's the head and i'm the heart because <laughs> so i do like the romance part and the, the dirty part yeah and, i read
1: uh, a, i read a couple of those and i like the blend of like your work because i read yeah. a couple of Lila's novellas i haven't i don't I might've read a full book. I don't know. I read a lot She's of books. Me, yeah. I know yeah. And but you're the way you guys write together, it blends like very seamlessly because every once in a while you'll come across a co-written book and it's like, you kind of can
2: tell like where that divide is It's people like where saw, an author has picked up, but you guys it, saw us write, they wouldn't believe i we've talked to friends who are writers. Cause we work on a Google doc at the same time, mm-hmm. which is like insane. So like, we'll kind of go, well, you take the lead on this chapter and I'll take the lead on this chapter. And we'll just start writing and then we're going back up to each other or down to each other
0: and mm-hmm. blending.
2: It's unreal. We're basically overwriting and we're literally writing the book together. I, I, yes. I had a girl, Lexi, we're really good friends with Lexi Blake and she's like, that would drop me insane. And I mm-hmm. could never be in a Google talk with someone doing that. We're, we're just writing the whole thing together basically yeah. we
1: interviewed off like the duo max monroe and they said mm-hmm. their writing is very similar to that and um i max Orman, or monroe i can't remember which one said okay. it but they said they'll go back through the book and honestly not remember who wrote we, parts of the that. book oh, because yeah. of they they just jump in and if something comes
2: to them they've they throw it out there we do the whole thing or you know i'll be reading behind her when i'm supposed to be writing but i'm just like what's she gonna say about this before i go down here and do this and i'm like wouldn't it be fun because we're also on facetime the whole time so we've got facetime going so I'm like i can see her but we're quiet we're ridiculous my husband i'm like just don't walk around naked because like you don't know if i is on the you know i'm like don't come in here um or don't say around. anything you know like, i'm talking <laughs> about it. so uh but we never speak, but yeah. So then I'll be going, I'll be reading her. I'm going, wouldn't it be funny if he said, and she's like, Oh my God. Yes. You know? So we're, we're just That's the so whole funny. time.
0: Uh, Leah and I do the FaceTime and then work like answer mm-hmm. emails for like two hours every morning together. It's just like you're in the
2: same room together. It's a lot of fun.
0: It is. And honestly,
2: Baki, we're writing a book together. Yeah. Because
0: yeah. Becky
1: like- and I have never actually met in person.
2: Shut up.
0: No, No we started this in the middle of quarantine and COVID, and I was in a very tight quarantine because of my boy child. And so um, I haven't traveled. I'm still not traveling yet. We're still trying to figure things out. And so, yeah, we've never met in person, but Mm -hmm. but we talk every day. Lyle
2: lives in California, I'm in Virginia. I mean, i mean we're only a state away because i'm in pennsylvania and becky is in ohio so we're literally like four hours apart. you are close you're close to me yeah Mm -hmm. that's funny yeah you're right there all right any day now this is gonna happen it will find each other
0: (laughs) well it doesn't help that we have children no (laughs) no no children do make you know they demand attention and you know Um,
2: I it's married schedules. the oldest one off yesterday. Yeah. Congratulations. How I, know I know, yeah, that was yesterday because I was sitting here all day like Goldie Hawn and overboard and blah 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 blah. And I was like, oh gosh, I told those girls I'd do that podcast. So I have a lot of energy because <laughs> I have okay. laid on that couch all day. It <laughs> was it was exhausting, but it was wonderful. It was very nice. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um so let's get to know you a little bit as an author. Okay. Why an author? What was that moment that you were like, "I got stories to write, and I'm going to write these down"?
2: I wish I had a story. I mean, I, <laughs> I, I mean, I was, I'm, a, I was a librarian. I'm a high school librarian. I just retired actually in June. So my, um, so did 30 years. And so I'm, I'm, I'm been a reader my whole life, and I've always written like little essays or poetry or so. Writing has always been a part of it. And I don't know. I think I was 34. I remember my 34th birthday because I completely fell apart and I was crying. And my husband, I don't know why 34 was a very traumatic age. Why would 34 be a traumatic age? I don't know. 33 was very young and hip and cool. And I hit 34 and I'm like, oh God, I'm so old. Well, it's because like you're um, almost 35. And like I had no really close idea to why 40. 34 was, I, maybe I just don't like even numbers. I don't know. But I, <laughs> like 34 was really traumatic and I'm crying. Literally, my husband's like, I don't even understand. It's like, you're not 30, you're not 40. What's wrong with you? And I, was like, I just thought my house would be decorated. I thought I would have written my book. And he was like, well, then do it like, you know, and that's my husband. He said, like, then what's holding you back? And nothing was really, but me, I guess. Mm-hmm. So at the same time, I was putting on the prom in high school and I was the library, like, I know, just like an officer in the state library thing for um for Virginia librarians. I was putting on a conference and it didn't occur to me when I made these two commitments like two years earlier that both those things were happening in the same month. <laughs> so I hit this like year where I was like putting on a conference and a prom within a week of each other and I stopped sleeping for like a, like months. So I had to go somewhere else. So I went to fiction. I like came downstairs at 3am and started writing stories because I couldn't do my life. So I did somebody else's. I'm like, let's just start writing a book. This sounds good. And I just, it helped me. I don't, it was stress. It was anxiety. I don't know. I write because I was an anxious person at 34. (laughs) It's not a bad story though. though. Still. No, it's still when I can't sleep at night, when I've got my head going too far, I just go into the fictional world and Mm -hmm. think about my stories and my characters and, I live their lives because they're much easier than mine. Apparently mine's not hard. But it gives you Uh, that
1: escape. Like you don't have to think about what's
2: happening. It's like,
1: you can focus on like, if you're stressed out, you don't have to focus on what's stressing you. I think that's why
2: people read books, you know, it's an escape. Mm -hmm. So for me writing, it it became my escape.
1: Yeah. So why romance?
2: Romance is just, it's always been romance, baby. It's always been romance. (laughs) I don't, i always, I, there's, I mean, I've read everything, because obviously it was a librarian, but romance is just, it's one jam, that's just what I love, and I don't even know, like, I used to stick my father, as a big romance writer, which is hilarious, it was my dad, and I would, I was thinking I was in high school, and he would, um, the Jackie Collins books you know Jackie Collins yeah I would go and sneak them off his dresser and he'd catch me and he's like oh my god don't let your mother see and you reading that and he goes and put it back I'm not finished with it you know when you're done <laughs> so we're sharing our Jackie Collins like it was totally my father with the dirty books um anything steamy steamy I thank my father for it. he likes romance. So, it's kind of funny
1: <laughs> I love that though because typically it's the mom or the grandma who like introduces you to yeah, that world but i love that did. it's would
2: be dad yeah he was a community college or a community college professor and the library was there and they would always go we've got a couple new books in to my dad and he's like you always know if it's a good one if it's a purple cover and there's a lot of cleavage and that is my father
0: <laughs> i love that that's like a great story. Is this race story? Me? <laughs> you know what? It's interesting because I'm trying to think. Uh, Priscilla Olivera, as we were talking to her, her dad was the romance reader, and mm-hmm. he would always put the Harlequin red covers, like the Temptations and stuff, in his back pocket so that he could read it whenever he was on the you know, train or the bus or whatever, uh, mm-hmm. or commuting back and forth to work. He would then always have a book in his pocket. He always have he his never paperback. Book. He I love never it. went anywhere. I love that.
2: No, I love that. We had a custodian school. We were all trading, our, you know, just trading the books around. I love that. <laughs> yeah, he loved them too. He's like, he found the teachers. He's like, I oh, like this
0: too. You're okay. I read a good one.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I had an awkward, <laughs> and I read romance probably younger than I should have. I mean, I think I was 13 and stealing my mom's Jude Devaros. Um yes. But uh, I remember I was junior or senior, and I was in a class, and the teacher came up, and I had a Judith McNaught book on the stack of my, like, notebooks and stuff that I was reading. And she's like, hey, when you're done with that, can I borrow it? <laughs> oh,
2: my gosh. I love that. I and I was that.
0: like, sure, sure,
2: sure, sure. Don't tell my
0: mother I have this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my this mother knew now. by that point. She, she was like, just take them. Just take them. Um, she knew doesn't. I was sneaking
1: them. My mom, because my mom used to get the Harlequin boxes mailed every month, so oh. we, we still have tons of them and like her oh, cool. their old house but she, her only thing was don't lose my place she's like i don't care if you take it but keep my bookmark in it because yeah. i would always i would take it out sometimes like not thinking yeah. like when i got to that page yeah. and then i would just keep going and she'd be like i don't know where i stopped
2: yeah and that was my dad I mean, he, well he did the dog year which is i know the worst thing says, i know i know i know, I know. But I was like, I'd get there and go, "Well, that's that. I'm, I'm passing him, blown
0: by." <laughs> we just were having this conversation. We're working on some questions for our, uh, an upcoming event, and I asked, "Would you rather crack a spine or dog air a page?" And Leah is like, "Why? Why are you even asking these questions?"
2: <laughs> I wouldn't want to <laughs> it do like one a personal like I, attack.
0: You have to pick one
2: because I wouldn't do either
0: one. You have to pick one. No. What would you rather no. do?
2: I, I can't crack a spine. I cannot. It, does spine. it stress you out? It's, I can't crack a spine. I, I, I would dog ear a page. It's hidden inside. I could not crease through the spine of that book. I couldn't make it ugly. You could see it. I love her so much right now. But I don't want to pick either one. <laughs> I have bookmarks a lot. Bookmarks. <laughs> you are speaking Leah's
1: love language right now. <laughs> now. Honestly, like I get tons of bookmarks from like authors and so my oldest dog ears his pages and i'm like mm-hmm. stop doing that and my youngest i'm like here's a bookmark and like i give him bookmarks but he won't use them because apparently he's too cool for a bookmark
0: with a I naked man chest
1: on it you need to buy no, the clothes. no i don't give him the, the naked man bookmarks. chest ones
2: i give him the pg bookmarks. ones i had they had scratch and sniff you know that's how I did it in the library. I bought the coolest bookmarks that the kids I think would he want does it and I put them just for me. He needs to scratch and snip. I mean, he's eleven. It's the personal of front. <laughs> yeah, they have manga. They have anime. You could find the bookmark one. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: um, so, Mary, what has being an author taught you about yourself? <sighs> um, Gosh, that's a good question. Uh, we like to ask the hard questions here. Oh, buzzing yes, about you, like, You're going in hard,
2: like man, like <laughs> no warm up. Just like let's just go straight to the. Uh, um, These are
0: the warm up questions. We're going to get the smarter ones. Oh, God, help me.
2: My son got married yesterday. Did you hear me say that? <laughs> bah, 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 bah. Um, I I think it's just that I can work hard, and I think that's just because for the last 15 years I really have been working two full time jobs, so mm-hmm. I didn't think I had that in me. Basically. Um, that's why it feels really good to not have that other job right now. Um, I feel like I've lost about the weight of the world has come off my shoulders.
0: Yeah.
2: Um I just learned to I kept a schedule and I stuck to it and I just knew what I wanted to do. I think it's perseverance, I guess. My I wanna mm-hmm. when I grow up, I wanna be a writer. So that's what I've been working toward for 15 years. So
0: Well, guess- and it has to be a little bit of a relief you know we've all seen right now that libraries and librarians are kind I of had, under attack no, and yeah. 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 to to be an author and to be in that situation it's there has hard. to be a lot of heartbreak for you and a lot of like the
2: last year I I was I love my job I loved being a librarian don't get me wrong in high school I love high school kids love teenagers but
0: yeah that last
2: year was I was one of those librarians it was in the paper and let's cut funding to, to libraries because um, I had a mother stand up at the school board meeting and said, um, we need to cut funding to my life, the libraries and my school system because she cannot justify spending money on anything that is so harmful to children. Books. Mm-hmm. Books. Books. And I went, I can't live in this world right now. It was, yeah. it was, it was a really, it was a beautiful career, but the last year sucked.
0: And that's when it's time to know to do your real job now Yeah. To do just, what your heart's job it's, is. It's, yeah, it's bad. Yeah, it's bad.
1: Yeah. It just breaks my heart that somebody thinks that a book is a of, waste.
2: Yeah. I just I
1: don't is, yeah. understand people. Yeah. If
0: I, I, you know, that's one of those millionaire dreams. If I ever win the lottery funding all the libraries and telling people to shut the fuck up,
2: <laughs> <Shut> up. <laughs> first on my list. Book. that's what always gets me it's like and it got to the point where you know the whole like not the whole last year but the last semester I'm like kids are checking out books and I'm almost in my heart I'm going because I'm looking at the book and I'm going okay that one could be challenged I'm like is this somebody's parent dating me or does this mm-hmm. kid want to read the book do you know what I mean and kids were coming in making requests and so then it's like there's there's a little bit of paranoia like Am I just being dated? Because like the kid who checked out the book didn't want to read the book. The mother found it on the list and the kid went and got the book and she went and found all the worst passages and read them at the school board meeting and said, don't give the library's money anymore. So it's just, it was terrible. I shouldn't feel that way about my job. I never Mm -hmm. felt that way about my job.
0: And you shouldn't feel that way about giving children access to books. Not about giving
2: kids a book, never. So, you know.
0: yeah, but yeah the world's gone mad <laughs> it in so many ways.
2: Um, a lot of
0: ways so let's talk about your writing process yes, sir, yes. Uh, clearly when you write with lila you pants
2: there's we well now we actually or do you, we do you plot, you plot those? we plot extensively we don't stick to the plot <laughs> <laughs> okay. we plot the hell out of those books um we try to get together and we plot and we have like the one we're working on right now, has it's like a 10, I think it's 10 or 12 pages outline. It's obnoxious. I'm like, this is like a 300,000 word book. She's like, no, it's fine. It's fine. So we have the outline and we do work to it. But obviously it's like you're talking about your romantic suspense. Once you get mm-hmm. in, you discover, you're like, well, why don't they just, why aren't they doing this? This is stupid now. Like this mystery fell apart at this point and the mystery falls apart at this point. Elsewhere. so we have to go back and kind of regroup and and work mm-hmm. the outline but we actually plot those a lot and because it's a a series that usually has an overarching mystery because a lot of ours are like trilogies or four or five books that are part of the overarching mm-hmm. mystery we even kind of we know what we're covering in each book so those okay. are plotted extensively that's a lot of funny which is probably why i alone i'm like Let's just open up a document and see where this goes. This, we're just going to roll the dice. This is going to be fun. <laughs> the She's really good at plotting. When I'm by myself, I'm like, no, I don't have time for that. Let's just go. Chapter one. I mean, I can't
1: okay. say I'm disappointed though, because every book I've read of yours, it is, it is quality. Like I really love them and it does not seem like you're just
2: throwing stuff on a page oh. I'm a well you know, I'm a pantser who wants to be a plot or yeah I want to be a plotter I know I should be <laughs> Maybe. I mean if it works
0: um, I do just days, don't try to change anything because I really like your stories.
2: <laughs> I will I will rewrite a lot it is not
1: like, broken
2: like your yeah, method I mean, is not broken not, if it's not broken I will rewrite a lot like at the beginning as I'm learning the characters or whatever so if I say mm-hmm. that like once I get into the story, if I'm usually four or five chapters in, I'm like, oh, God, really screwed this up and I, but by then I know the characters, so I will go back mm-hmm. and I, I revise constantly the whole time I'm writing. So when I say that, I'm, I'm a finesser. Is that a, is that a type... I'm a yeah. Or a plot. I'm
1: a I mean, if it's not, we can just create one. I'm going mean, to be, a, if I'm a finesse, we, have
2: like, that
0: kind we just of power. get in there. I think it sounds very elegant. I think really. It does. <laughs> um, so do you have regal. like a process when <laughs> you're starting regal. a new series or a new story? Like, you know, do you sit down and think, cause I am thinking of this Italian stallion series that you're do- working on right now. There are some pretty freaking dynamic characters and some of the fiercest women in romance. I, love- I mean, I've only like read that. the first two you guys and seriously like the first two oh, heroines we, I'm like they're bad we
1: love them but we also need to know do we ever find out what is the cause of the feud between the families
2: Uh yeah I have that written down yeah I'm I'll, I, yes I do because it is something Becky and I like we ponder
1: and we wonder We're like are we gonna find yeah. this out
2: feud. well I mean you want the feud between kind like the younger generation because I kind of in the the first book talked a little bit about the feud, but I, I'm gonna finesse it more. But there is, yeah, there's yeah,
0: yes. I hate there it. There has to be like something happening between the new generation. Oh yeah. Because um the hero from book two, his brother, um yeah. is that it's Matt. Matt. Matt, Matt. Matt and Tony. Yeah, like yeah. Like, like they're yeah. coming <laughs> to fisticuffs it is like pistols at dawn they don't like each other yeah I
2: have that I have that I have that because Matt's going to get a story my editor keeps going you are going to redeem him at some point I'm like yeah of course and then I'm imagine oh, yeah. I don't dislike him though <laughs> no I like Matt I do too um, she didn't like him in the first kind book of, at all he's kind, he's kind of, like a of a manipulative artist. though yeah. But the, he does it out of the goodness of his heart. You'll find out. You're just going to find out. I, I have, do I think that he's going
0: to end up in an alley with Tony and they're going to be like punching each other in the head. That's, That's like, <laughs> it would be feisty. I would, I'm She's all for He's not giving it. anything
2: away. She says, wouldn't that be cool? <laughs> <laughs> she says, not saying anything. <laughs> um, I have all those characters. When I started that series, like when I started a series, I actually do come up with a Bible and mm-hmm. I create all the series, or like all the characters in the series and ages, and I have like like what I think they are gonna be, like who they're gonna be. So I'd already mm-hmm. created Penny before before I wrote the first book. I created actually all the characters from all all the books in the series. So and it's
0: the grandmother, right? It's the grandmother? It's Aunt
2: Berta right now. No, who Aunt really Berta.
0: Took, she took
2: over because it was gonna
0: be the grandparents, and then Aunt
2: Berta came to life and I was like, well, eh, I think she's it. I mean, with she, a
1: name like Berta, she needs to take charge. Yeah.
0: She is a hoot. Really and funny. the way she, she pushes over. Penny and like, yeah, I'm like, she's, she's totally that. the aunt or the grandma that's going to be shoving $1 bills down the strippers, uh, G string. Oh, she yeah. gets all about my
2: good lines. If I hear something, I'm like, oh, that would be really funny in the book. And it, it always ends up coming out of her mouth. And I'm like, oh, no, Aunt Berta said that. So I have, I always listen for things that people say. And I'm like, that's going in the book.
1: I love a character like that, though. When it like they just own like themselves yes, and they have no no shame, yeah. no qualms. Like I am me, and I will say what would, I want. Her.
0: She would join OnlyFans. Like she would support like the young waiter with an OnlyFans. Like,
2: mm-hmm.
0: oh. <laughs> she's that feisty though. She's like the snarky grandma on TikTok.
2: And when I started, it was really going to be these grandparents, and I even kind of introduced them. But Aunt Herta was just like. Oh, to hell with it! She's, I'm. It's (laughs) Alberta. She's, she's like, hold, hold my beer, get out of the way. (laughs)
0: Because like she kind of calls Penny out. She's, you Mm -hmm. know, like sister. What are you doing? Like, Um, why are you? And I love that she did that. I love that she pushed her. Yeah, I like big families.
2: Like a lot of what Mm -hmm. I write is big families. So that's easy because I have a big family. I mean, I guess that's I'm that's what i have so that's what i know i have that i my family is crazy and in each other's <laughs> business and yeah wild well mm-hmm. in Where the
0: in the irish the wild irish
2: that's totally it, my family but we're not that was
0: the dad right he owned the it bar grand, right it was it was pop, yeah well it was the dad in the
2: first the original series and then the next generation he was the grandfather obviously but right. he was there the whole time and mm-hmm. owned the bar and yeah we don't own a bar, but we own a farm. Big we call the compound. It was the old family farm that my like all my mother and her siblings still live on. And our Christmases are like 65, 70 people strong because we all still mm-hmm. live within like 10 miles of the family farm. We don't go far. <laughs> we don't we
0: don't go far. My uh,
2: my in-laws are both one of seven. Yeah. My
1: mom was and most say. most of them still live in the area. So yep. family gatherings when we yep. have them are enormous like the first foray into (laughs) meeting them my husband was like just so you know there's a lot of them and they like to hug yes so it's like you're hugging like 60 people like the first time you meet them it was a lot
2: you have my family and I'm I'm sorry for your husband because mine was the same way it's like what is going on
1: oh he he was used to it it just was a lot going into it although my daughter when we're in that like she kind of freaks out because she's she's not super outgoing at times so like the first like few times like she was old enough to really get what was going on she would not leave my leg she'd like hold on to my pant leg so it was many just too many people for yeah. her so funny. i mean she's fine now but it yeah. took her a little bit
0: this is why it's, it's good that mike's family and his 201 first cousins are over in australia Oh I do not have to contend with all those people on a regular basis. A lot of first cousins, yes. It is. His grandmother was one of fourteen children. (laughs) My
2: grandma was one of thirteen. And she's we're all the same here. She's and
0: she's the only one that left Australia and moved stateside. Uh, So everybody else is over there. And nobody had well, they're a nice good Catholic family. Oh, so, you know, of
2: course. so you're not kidding about 201 first cousins. Yeah, That's
0: legit. no, they legit. <laughs> that number is accurate. <laughs> <laughs> um, so do you have a favorite romantic trope? It can be to read or to write.
2: All right, I'm going to confess this and this is going to, I don't read what I write. So that sounds bad. I am so hot for mafia books and it's embarrassing. Like, and I sometimes dabble in the motorcycle club.
0: <laughs> oh, I, I just I read a
2: motorcycle club one. Kidnapping is like, my
0: love language. So it's okay.
1: Mm-hmm. But it's it like, was like motorcycles and mafia. It was actually I, a really nice would, blend. Yeah. You're
2: going to have to send me that. Cause that sounds like my jam. Yeah. I would have that hundred percent. My friends, my writer friends laugh at me. Cause they're like, you read like, And sometimes I'm like struggling with the conflict in my book and they're like, why do you have to make it so dark? Originally, I'm always like, oh, it's gonna be this. They're gonna be that. And they're like, you need to stop reading those books. because my conflict is invariably always this tragic backstory yeah. and then they're like no that's what you read that's not what you write and I go okay yeah let's just let's make this conflict a little easier I'll stop reading Nicole Fox right now
1: <laughs> you're not the only one though because we did we did an interview with an author and she said when she is writing she won't read anything contemporary well, you and you don't like, want to because she doesn't want to have like an idea that she has read like pop into her story so she
0: only reads
2: historicals like when she is writing i started with historicals but yeah but right now i'm just yeah i can't get out of this there
0: is nothing wrong with a really good kidnapping and leah and i go down these dark dirty delightful dub con -con... non-con non-con rabbit holes holes. we love an
1: anti-hero and then you know better yeah
0: we have to explain like you know the sleeping beauty kink to people when they're all like, what what is that? And we're like, well, well, um, this could be considered
2: <laughs> not it's okay. I started reading The Bodice Rivers, okay? The Catherine Coulter and the Irish. I mean, that's where yeah. I started running oh. like like the early 90s. I mean, oh, those guys yeah. were despicable.
0: Kathleen Woodmost, oh, yeah. Phyllis Whitney, oh, God, those I books. There was not consent. Yeah.
2: I would walk out of borders with, like, you know, and I'm just like throwing them down. I'm like, I don't care here. Yeah. yeah I know you, I know you might teach you here. Check out my book. <laughs>
0: <laughs> nope. You are, you're not alone in that. So, like, when we, um, I always like to go to the Joanna Lindsay one where it was the Russian and the aphrodisiac, which was a really big thing in the early 80s and late 70s in pop culture. Uh, but she wrote an aphrodisiac induced romance and it's totally like not consent at all oh, and i'll no. f- see people use the cover on a step back saturday like some of the younger bookstagrammers and i'll be like did, did you read that book and they're like uh, no but I, it's on my tbr i'm like no it's not nope. no it's not N- no That's no not no. You. <laughs> no that, that book's not for you sister end.
2: and now i'm trying to think i think my first one's beloved scoundrel irish johansson oh scandalous it's just terrible it's horrible basically kidnap this you know there it's always a 16 year old girl but he's honorable he waits till she's like 18 or something he's, oh. adorable, but he's lusting for her I do like a I'm good like, stalking good. also
1: like stalkers typically it's like an over-the-top like novella but like they mm. stalk for years
2: <laughs>
1: like uh, put cameras everywhere follow I mean, them
0: yes
2: yes
1: <clears throat>
0: very I not. like a good stalking <laughs> I would be okay if you know an Italian stallion kidnapped somebody and had their way with her. I don't like. I, I know.
2: Yeah. I'm, I'm I can't okay. write that though. I that my mind doesn't work that way.
0: That's I don't okay. know why.
2: My heroes are always. I mean, they're out in the bedroom, but they're swoosh outside. I mean, I but just,
0: they're totally I like- stand-up guys. Like they're not <laughs> going like to lure th- somebody in like a, a van. S-
1: you like the stern brunch, Jackie?
2: Yeah, So yeah. what? stern, stern brunch, brunch daddy daddy yes yes you
0: know a uh freak in the sheets but a man in the streets that's that's
2: really what i had that's really all i can write it's terrible i can't really do uh lila always says that because there's certain characters in trinity master she's like he's not yours <laughs> he knows what i write and she's like he's gonna be an asshole and he's not yours so i'm like okay you write him <laughs>
0: I she's like a good asshole
2: too. I do too. And she writes them beautifully. So I'm like, yeah, you're right. He needs to be a jerk. She does. So
0: she does know she, how to write a good asshole.
2: He writes a good asshole. So yes, she's always like, no, you don't speak for him. So it, usually when I get to that point, I'm like, XXX, be an asshole Lila. You know, and it's just like, <laughs> be an asshole Lila. <laughs> figure out what he's saying right now that's going to fit this scene. This scene. <laughs> she's very good at being an asshole too. And I, I don't mind. I'm putting that out there.
0: <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> Next time we talk to her, we're going to be like, hey, we, so we hear you're good at being an asshole.
2: <laughs> She'll know who said it. She'll know who said it. It was either me or Lexi. She's going, which one of them?
0: <laughs> so funny. Um, okay. So what made you make that decision to write the first book and to press publish?
2: Press publish was because I had written books. And it's funny. Well, I had written a couple. They were I was totally ripping off Diana Gabaldon at the time. They were time travel regency because that's what I was reading. And mm-hmm. that's obviously not what I write, but I was reading, I found Laura Lee. This was so long ago when you've got the PDFs or something, and you read them on your computer. Mm-hmm. It was like, like, I was reading eBooks when they weren't even eBooks really. And I read and read and read everything voraciously that she wrote and anything with the menages and the, you couldn't find that much at the time. And I, mm-hmm. I really, I kind of hit the end and I was like, Crap, what do I do now? I can't find anything else that's, that I want to read. And I was like, well, I'll just write something. So I wrote one. And I don't know what, I wish I could tell you there was an at home moment. I finished it and went, I kind of like that story. And then I just, I don't know what made me do it. I started researching. I'm like, I read books from Sam and I read books. So I know uh, Lila goes crazy because she's married to a, an Irishman. And I say it wrong. It's on Sam Hayne, but whatever. And Alores Cave. So I looked up how to submit, and I submitted that book. Bold Express, I don't know. So anyway, Sammy bought it, I couldn't believe it. They bought it. So I was like, hey. So
0: you first published 2009?
2: 2008 2008.
0: 2008.
2: 2008. The book, I sold the book in 2007, but it took them a while. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Okay. It's I didn't long. realize... You had been publishing. Also, I'm currently stalking you right now because I went to look, like, how long has she been writing? Um, I'm stalking your fantastic fiction profile and I see the cover for Wicked and Wild, which is the fourth book in the Italian Stallions. Oh, it's
1: really good. I hadn't that's seen that one cover. yet. That's Ooh, the
0: hockey that's... one. I just put, yeah, I just put that up.
1: You hadn't seen that cover yet? I thought oh. I told you how hot
2: that cover no, was. No, I, I hadn't seen that cover I, I got all those delightful. pictures from Wander, you know, Wander. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Oh. Because he has such a vibe and he has such a look. He does. So I knew when I was buying, like I found the down and dirty one, and my girlfriends are like, "You're committed to wander because he has such a look." So then we just went on his site and it was like Christmas, and I'm like, "I want that one for this book." That one for this book, and I want that one for this book, and I love all of those covers so much because I love his, I love his pictures. Love mm-hmm. Yeah, that that yeah.
0: cover is spicy, I guys. Like- That's my
2: hockey boy. That's the one I'm very excited to that I? one i that this song with Lila. I gotta get her out of the way, and then we're <laughs> she's gonna kill me. I, I won't tell her this is happening.
0: <laughs> uh, note to Becky let's make sure we tag Lila. You should. Episode,
2: she will know, she'll know. She's used to me.
1: Um, Just hashtag her, Lila DuBois, and ask Lila. We've talked
2: trash <laughs> about you the whole
0: time. <laughs> um, <laughs> so You've been publishing since 2008. You have a very large backlist and you have a variety in your backlist, too. Mm-hmm. If you, yep. you can
2: almost kind of chart my career through that because, like I said, it started with the smaller EPUBs, and back then it was like the novellas were hot. So, while it looks like an extensive backlist, a lot of those were like Alora's Cave had those naughty nooners, they're like 10 12,000 words, you know what I mean? So, even though you see these titles, because I keep looking, people are like, You yeah, have over 100 books, and I'm like, I feel like I need to give you full discipline. But a novella
1: counts. It, it counts. counts.
2: Yeah, but you know, it's not like I'm writing full, like 120 full length novels. I don't know. I honestly, like,
1: I read a lot of novellas because they're short, they're quick. I read fast it, anyway. I do too. I like novellas. But I think it takes a special type of author to write a well done novella. I There's a whole bunch where. There's just no substance in it, and it's very fresh. I mean, I still read them because, yeah. of course, I do, yeah. but I feel like it takes a special type of author to write an excellent novella. And I have never read one of your novellas that I was not like disappointed there wasn't more, which is what I want out of a novella. Yeah, that's what I was
2: going to say that's the number one thing with my novellas. Everybody's like, oh, it could have been longer, and I'm like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. no, but I also it could,
1: that, like, but at the
0: end of it, like, when novellas but I am
1: 100% satisfied with the story. I just really don't want to leave the character well, and you yeah. believe
0: in the hea too mm-hmm. like there's enough there there's enough chemistry there's enough movement in the story that you are buying into that couple being together forever like at this point you know making his play that couple is married and they've got like kids like they are mm-hmm. everything yeah, I um yeah but i'm just saying like i the couple that i've read from you like i've read more of your full length than i've read your novellas but I always step away going, that was such a great story. I wanted more, but I am satisfied. Yeah, that's yeah.
2: But you really, you can almost, you can chart my career by the books just keep getting longer. It's just great, you know, but it was really, and it's, it, I think it's just the trends of the time. Like when I started, novellas were really kind of, mm-hmm. that's what we were writing. And they weren't even really, I don't think Kendall was, I mean, it's probably starting like the books. I really was, People were getting my things emailed, I think, in PDFs. It wasn't really.
0: Yeah. Well, you're early on, 2008, or... Kindle was 2000. It, it was there. I'm not saying it
2: wasn't there, yeah. but because
0: that's when you got your Nook, because 2010 is when I got my Nook. Yeah. Because I did my research because it didn't make sense to buy an e reader from some random website for a dude that sold books out of his garage. Mm. The physical bookstore made more sense, Leah. The physical bookstore made more sense. Yeah, now what do
2: I own? Seriously, I mean, we've been around there since the beginning. And when you yeah. look at what it was when it first started, mm-hmm. I mean, I can explain my career because I'm like, yeah, those were short at the beginning. I'm sorry. But now well, I'm, and- I mean, this last book I wrote was so long. I didn't think it was ever going to end. This, this last Italian salience, I'm like, dear God, just be happy. <laughs> just, <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, the, we have the new struggle that's ready, coming out and ready.
0: Yeah, that comes out in September. <sighs> I, I uh, yeah, excited we, for we, that. we know. We're waiting.
2: <laughs> oh, I'm just, yeah, I didn't think that one was going to end. That one just kept going.
0: That was
2: a very that was that one kept going. It's
0: a um, I'm OK with uh, that. It's, like int- it's interesting to be our age. Some of us are older than others. And to watch some of the progression of books, because I've only been working in the industry for four years. Yes. Yeah. And the podcast is only two years. We're started our third year. This is the beginning of our third year. But like we sit and we watch TikTok and people like act like barnes and noble is this amazing company that they're doing so much and amazon is the devil and i sit here and i think um no no they're not no no because see in the late 90s they were putting all the mom and pop bookstores out of business and then they kind of made way for the giant of amazon to excel as they have and mm-hmm. now they're doing really mean things to marginalized authors. like like people you know, will make statements like, oh, but I can fully support Barnes and Noble and buy all my books from Barnes and Noble. Why would you buy yours from Amazon? And I'm like, because they
2: be came like, into do my your research. Do they your came research. into my town so read too. I mean, well, there's a lot of different ways that people read. I mean, there are people who read voraciously. I mean, I'm going to admit I'm one of those. I'm a KU girl. I'm sorry. I read a lot. Mm -hmm. I read voraciously. Honestly, if it wasn't for KU, I would be bankrupt with the amount of that I read. Too, But I'm also going to say that if there's a book I really want that's not KU, it doesn't stop me. Like I'm like, I want to buy with one click. Click, It doesn't stop.
0: Well, and I went through a situation. So my eldest child is a liver transplant kid. And because of his medical needs for seven years, I could not afford to buy a book like it just I have two children, one with medical needs. It just was not feasible. Right. I am very lucky where I live in Ohio. The governor of Ohio in the early 2000s invested a ton into the Ohio library system, like tons of money. So we have an amazing library system. I have privilege. Leah lives outside Pittsburgh, Mm -hmm. but her community has a small library. Their, their e-library like, is nothing compared to what so I have.
1: We actually looked it up one day. Becky, in just the romance genre, I think there was like 60, 50 or 60,000 options to borrow electronically. I looked like my entire county and we actually share with the neighboring county. I think we had 7,000 total that you could borrow electronically. Mm-hmm. And you can guarantee that the number in the, sto- in the like building is that much higher than that. Oh, and that, that for... was probably like 10 different libraries, like 10 different buildings. But yeah, 7,000 and Becky is like 50 to 60,000.
2: Yeah, that's reading. Mm-hmm. If you want to read to find a way. So, you know, that's yeah. why they- that's why there are so many different ways to find books. And I'm grateful for the libraries, but I'm grateful for Kindle Limited. I am mm-hmm. as an author, but as a reader, it's it's more affordable. I mean, sorry, it just well,
0: is. It is, and we've <laughs> also found, like through doing the podcast, um, internationally, libraries are not oh. the same. No. Mm-hmm. Okay. We right. have a we have a huge following in Brazil and in Chile, Peru, Chile, Chile, yeah. and we have people in the Netherlands and in the UK that listen, and Portugal that listen, right, and. Even our Australian listeners, their libraries are not like ours.
2: Sure.
0: They're just not. And so it's so when these people are like, oh, Barnes and Noble, they're everything. And I'm like, that's great. If you live in Cleveland or Norfolk or Atlanta, that that's great. Or live in a suburb of one of those big places. That's great. But if you live <laughs> in rural no. Ohio or the middle of Iowa, it's not the same.
2: No, it's not. And to, so when we read, you've got to find a way to, yeah. Yeah. Wow. What are they, I mean, is primarily Google in other countries that they said are Apple. I was wondering,
0: no, a lot of them will use VPNs and get okay. Amazon us accounts really and okay. get Kindle unlimited.
2: Okay. Cause I didn't, I was going to say, I didn't think Kindle unlimited
1: was a, it is. It's, it's available in some countries, but, not, but yeah. not, I didn't think it was all.
2: Yeah.
0: And okay. we have a couple of listeners that prefer to read in English versus like portuguese or um okay yeah dutch they prefer one of our
1: listeners like that is how she learned english by reading like english written books i love that Mm -hmm.
0: that. so yeah it's it's just really interesting so it makes me feel old at times because when people are like oh you know barnes and noble they're so great they're so much better than like amazon and i'm like
2: No, they they all have good things about them. Mm -hmm. I mean, most of my books are everywhere. I mean, I try to make sure because we want everyone to be able to get my books. So we talk about libraries. Like I go through draft to digital and they have Overdrive so that they can, I think, push them out to libraries if they Mm want them. Yeah, Ohio will get them. Apparently, Pittsburgh, you're you're out of luck.
0: (laughs) Well, um, and there are, because actually that's how I read the entire uh, wild irish series oh, i'm glad to hear that it's I in my library where
2: people find books i'm glad that people find my books in my library i really am i'm like please, uh, they're there. all
0: in my library yay, so. yay. and actually i was recommending to somebody recently the italian stallion and book one was in the library book two wasn't and i was like i'll yet? just request it don't worry i'll request it just um because <laughs> you know I, I gotta have it so if somebody was coming to you where would you want them to start with your books where would you say okay this is like how I'm writing right now
2: right this, this is a great is question because this is a good actually place to start This it's a great timing because as I said I just retired um from the library job which is public school system uh in June and I didn't tell anybody that I was a writer because I live in a fairly conservative town I mm-hmm. talked about my library was um, so it was very secretive about my pen name and what I was doing, which, you know, then that all oh, I'm like, the hell with this? I am out, man. I'm out. So I retired and started telling everyone. So everyone at school that did not know was like, wait now what like it's you know, like a lot of people did not know that i was mm-hmm. writing these books for the last 15 years so that came up they're like where do i start where do i start i, I sent them all the wild passion which is the first in the wilder irish series just because i think i you know because i had a couple who got away from me and one of them was like well i read erratic research because that's yeah i was like oh my god that was my first book she started with my first book and I was, I looked horrified, I guess. And she goes, I thought it was nice. I really liked it. was like, horrified. Let's start with his first book. Like, what? I said, I hope I've gotten better since 2007. And this poor girl, she's just like, well, uh, I liked it. She's like, okay, just, just erase that from your mind and go here. And she's like,
0: okay. Well, so if I, an author I, has a large backlist, it can be overwhelming to, is, to and where and to start. Is.
2: Well, Mm -hmm. it was interesting because I like to hear how people, because she's like, well, I was reading your biography and it said that you won the award for this book, which I did put in my biography and I'm like, well, damn it. I I sold it to her. I mean, that's me. I put it right in my bio. (laughs) That's my (laughs) fault.
0: (laughs) It's your own damn fault. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah. damn that bio <laughs> um yeah start with the wild irish honestly you could start with these italian stallion books Italian's no mine. start yeah.
1: with the hockey novella Start with because <laughs> play, play. Yeah, it's the play. best tease into the way she writes yeah and i like, like novellas well oh, that's one thing i like when authors do a novella because you get like that you get an idea of how they write and what they write. And it's like, you're not making this huge commitment. Well,
2: I always send people to the free books. See that wild passion is free. And it's the beginning of the wilder Irish. I'm like, if you don't like that, then you're out nothing. Do you know what I mean? It's -hmm. like like a test run there.
1: But it's one of those like double-edged swords because when you read it and you love it and then you go down the rabbit hole and you just can't stop and you Mm, have work that you have to do. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that's kind of a long one. You're right. That is a long series. I got but my- But you should I- totally read it because it's very good.
1: <laughs> I did machete that one though, and it stressed me out a little bit. Sorry. So no, quick. it's Becky's fault. It's it my Be- fault.
0: It's-
2: we'll blame Becky. We'll blame
0: yeah. Becky. Well, so I am the person that if you as an author are going to sell me that your series stands alone, that each book stands mm-hmm. on a- its own- We have I to test that theory. Take it upon myself to prove that it does um i hope my so
2: name is, i'm sitting here nervous
0: um i can't speak to yours because i've read you
2: okay. i think the, i i feel like mine do i do i feel, I
1: feel like I well wrote. in the italian stallion series i didn't read book one yet but i did read book two there and i was fine. You're fine yeah
0: but i am that i am, am, the, <laughs> the, yeah. the I am that reader A
2: couple or whatever so yeah yeah
0: but yeah i'm that reader that I like, I picked up a Carrie and Elks book and I chose the ninth book in a series. I hadn't read anything by her or any of the other books. And I was like, I'm either going to be lost and it's going to tank it, or I'm going to love it and go back and read all the other books.
2: And I loved Ooh. it. And
0: I went back and read all the yeah. other
2: books. Cause that breaks my soul. Like I can't start at number nine.
1: No, it stresses me out too, but every once <laughs> it, in a while I have to like, do it.
2: I'm- and it
1: gives me like hot, it's like, exactly. it's like cracking a spine or dog earing a page.
2: If I look at a book and like book bub, you know, sometimes it's book three and I'm like, oh, oh, that sounds really good. And I'm like, oh, wait, there's two other, two. well, that sounds good too. We'll go to that one.
0: Mm-hmm. I, there's
2: like, there's numbers for a reason.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Nope. exactly. <laughs> um, I, they say standalone, I like, go out oh, of my man. way to like force Leah to do it. So like, that's how I made her read Sawyer Bennett. I was like, just start at book six. And she's like, I, I can't, I'm like, you don't have time to read anything else. Just read the book I told you to read
2: just read the
1: book I well, and also like she does it where i don't have time she'll tell me like the day before mm-hmm.
2: so she's like friend. you need
1: to read this I am a today great that's a
2: good friend <laughs> she's just lucky i read really fast i am she's, she's breaking your soul slowly <laughs> bit by
0: bit, by bit. <laughs> I, it's my you, own like response it brings her joy it does
2: she <laughs> marie condos me she's happy she's happy she's sitting there going oh god it's six like six there are five others out there yeah
0: <laughs> she gets she does she yells at me for a while and I'm like just do it it's worth it because again like if you as an and that's part of our I I consider it community service for the podcast community mm-hmm. because you sold it as a standalone I need you're you to would also
2: give it back with a broken spine I'm just saying
0: I probably saying. am
2: I've, I've seen your soul now. I've
0: seen you. <laughs> it's fine. It's okay. I totally like, there were books I really wanted from Rena Morgan, but they're mass. So they were limited run paperbacks and you can't find them. And so I found them on thrift books and Leah's like, um, but th- those spines have been read. And I was like, yeah, I know but you can't find them anywhere else so and then she's like no,
1: and it is renna morgan so like you do get a pass on that one because she is wonderful yeah Yeah. but still
0: okay. uh if you like men <laughs> who like to kidnap and oh, you haven't yeah. read renna morgan's books
2: i will read I, I i'm so bad with names i'm gonna look it up and look at the cover and go i totally read those you know what I mean? I'm, I'm sure you have. I'm sure, you, you have I'm sure she's been around
0: a while she's karina press yeah. like Mm. and they're I'm all in the
2: library no, but, oh, yeah. okay i probably have them as soon as you yeah. said that i'm like that yeah. they're delightful and they are also in the library yep. and they're
0: dirty talkers because you like a dirty talker yeah, i
2: like dirty talkers that's yeah what mm. that
0: <laughs> that's one of the first things i said to leah about those your books is i was like she really embraces the dirty talking hero and she's like <laughs> okay. Okay. okay okay yeah <laughs> i
1: am
2: there for that
0: She's like, it's an easy, it's an easy yes at that point. Me too. Mm
2: -hmm. too. Yeah. Oh, is that funny if it's an easy yes. Somebody can just say one line. I'm like, okay, I'll read that book.
0: Yeah. I mean, really, if you say kidnapping.
2: Yeah. Or stalking. 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 Stalking.
0: Stalking. I do like a great stalker.
2: Mafia. I'm trying to think. Arranged marriage. I like those. Um, Mm. Yeah.
0: Fake relationships. Becky
2: Becky loves a secret baby also. I do. That's wild and wicked. It's not secret. Sorry. It's not secret. It's accidental
0: um i those love baby okay. on the yeah, doorstep
2: surprise
0: i love baby on the doorstep too like Ooh,
2: uh, i do like those yeah when
0: the hero is caught completely off guard and like oh, surprise. oh
2: and he like flounders because he's like close across the hall who's gorgeous she's gonna help him raise that she is, or the
0: sister of his friend oh, you know is gonna step are. in and help that's fine it's-
2: it's you know, perfect it's be a gorgeous girl just going to step right in <laughs> right
0: right um okay so mary what is next for you so we've hinted at um okay. the italian uh, stallion
2: the, the next one is the next one comes out september 13th that's rough and ready and it is another menage um slightly mmf which is weird. This one didn't go Ooh. as far as I thought it was going to go. It's
0: MFM, but there's just a, a there's, hint. there's a little, because oh, the way the
1: blurb reads, so like wait, this is something like new more just the tips
0: instead of full sword crossing. It's not, I, it's,
2: it's, so some gentle, it's some gentle, some gentle crossing for me. yeah. Cause I usually go all in <laughs> but this one. I was like, I don't know this, this series this book was the hardest book I've ever written. And I don't know if it's because I had just retired and I was partying all the time, um, you know, so, you know, there's that, that act, I, I don't know, this book really, this one was hard for me. And I even sent it to my editor and I went, well, this is it, my career's over. And she, I do this a lot. And she's just like, okay, or let's, uh, I'll, I'll tell you if your career is over. And she wrote back and she goes, this is the same as all your books. It's lovely, it's character driven. I enjoyed the story. She said they're funny. There, it's everything. And she goes, "You're no longer allowed to have an opinion about your books." And I went, "Okay, totally noted.
0: No until is- <laughs> the
1: next one's done."
2: Yeah.
0: This, this is, is Geo the- and Rafe, and then yeah. their best friend Caden's little sister, Keely. It's
2: Keely, yeah. So she's a little younger than them. Not, really, she's like 25, and they're in their 30s or whatever. But they're best friends, and they both, yeah. And they've known each other forever, but they've always kind of just it's it's a little bit of a slow burn but once it's not a slow burn it's a hot rate do you know what i mean so it's sort of a... well, as
1: long as the brother isn't a
2: dick about it oh no because no. we don't like that he's not a dick no there we go no he's not a dick i love gaten and he's gonna be here in a future book so, no, he signed it. And Do you not,
1: know how many books are going to be in this there series? There are eight in this
2: series. Right? Yeah, there are eight plans. There are eight plans. Okay. I should say that because I had a certain number of plans for Wilder Irish and then um, something happened and I needed a 13th. <laughs> I said that's a long series. That one was way too long. I'm not doing that again. I loved it. I mean, I loved it, but it's I, not too it's long. It's still like a long series. I know that's such a long series. I loved it. Yeah. You and loved I, it so much you had to add more. I did. No, I killed the heroine in book three. So I had to give that guy. <laughs> I know yeah, I did that. I can you believe that? Yeah. You went there. It was my one and done. And I don't I'm not allowed to call it a romance. I know that, but I love that book, all devotion. So a lot of people skip that one, but the ones who read it, that was probably the one I got the most
0: email about. That, that people... book it was surprising. Like I didn't know you were new and there was not that you want to know this but there wasn't a wait like I didn't have a hold to wait for your books because I was later coming to them right, right. and so I was able to download the ePubs fairly quickly and I got to book three and I didn't know what to expect because I'm not a blurb reader
2: oh yeah. I just
0: a so title sorry, sorry. And some trope <laughs> listings can just get me in there you will and... buy buy a cover you think it's a nice yeah. cover yeah I am buy it and I'm then a sometimes fool. she but then she gets mad
2: I uh, know this one. Yeah. It's like just read
0: a blurb. But that yeah. book was really good. Yes, you killed her, but mm-hmm. there was you needed that emotion in that moment in the story because that really actually brings the family
2: it did. I tighter together. Life. I don't I was just at a bad place in my life. I needed to write that was that and I, I had a girlfriend, she's like, all right that's your one. You're as a writer, you're allowed one. She's like, mm-hmm. You can never do this again that's your one and I said well I needed it now and it's my one and she goes to be a story you have to publish it I'm like thank you all my friends were like you cannot do that you're killing the series you're killing your you're like it was a whole thing it was a, it was very I was very nervous publishing that one but and I tried to make it very clear in the blurb blurb for those who read it <laughs>
0: <laughs> don't be surprised um <laughs> for those yeah.
2: who read it I don't, yeah. I
0: don't I'm not a, I don't read blurbs it's just no, not my thing I, yeah
2: no, I got a lot of email from that book. I mean, I had a lot of people on that, and long-time readers were like, I had to skip that one. I'm like hundred percent either because they, they were losing some of their life to, the, you know, it's just like, mm-hmm. I get that. I'm like, absolutely. Don't read this. I don't want to traumatize anybody. But I had a lot of people were like, I needed this book right now. I needed yeah. to read this book right now.
0: It's really beautiful oh. and well done. And I mean, yeah, I
2: needed it. It was for me. I don't know. It mm-hmm. but, to read it.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> Mary, thank you so much for joining us yeah. for this episode. We really appreciate you hanging out with us and chatting books. Especially fun. the
2: day after the wedding, right? Yeah, like... yeah, yeah, this is fun. I needed this. This woke me up for a little <laughs> bit. I've been on the couch all day like a zombie.
0: <laughs> well, thank you for saying yes, even in the midst of all your family celebrations. <laughs> it's perfect. Um, thank you. Hey Leah we have a new merch shop. We do have a new
1: merch shop and Carrie your giant sticker. I'm sorry we did fix them.
0: I don't know what happened.
1: Apparently I didn't look at the it was my mess up. It was my fault. I didn't realize like when you were like fixing the design like in the creator space that it gave you like the size i thought it was like a standard size and you had to center uh, it but that was not how it worked okay. it was it's a new merch shop people i had there's gonna be some hiccups it is a I new just, merch
0: shop and i just uh, apologize
1: that carrie got a sticker the size of her face
0: we but there's going to be so many great options. We're going to be able to upload new and exclusive designs. Mm-hmm. And so one of the things I want to say is the summer reading challenge graphic or the summer graphic tee will come down at the end of September. So that, yes. if you want a, I survived summer reading challenge, 2022, t t-shirt sticker. What else do you have?
1: I think there's tank. a t-shirt, a tank top, a sticker and a
0: coffee mug. Um, If you want any of those items, you need to purchase those from our merch shop before the end of September. Um, But also up there now is our exclusive I Licked Him First Book Boyfriend Tour Mm -hmm. t-shirt. It is over there with offered on a variety of things such as sweatshirts and t-shirts. And um, I don't think we did a mug. No, just a sweatshirt and a t-shirt.
1: Yeah, we were keeping it to the sweatshirt and the t-shirt because if yeah. you go to a tour, you're not buying a mug, you're yeah. buying a t-shirt.
0: So our merch shop is now linked on our website. You can also go over to teespring.com and search for Buzzing About Romance and that will take you mm-hmm. to our storefront. Um, it's that time for book,
1: book, book of the, of the week, the week. But um, unfortunately, I don't really have books of the week this week because we are both kind of slumping.
0: Yeah, I was trying to think, like, what do I have? I'm reading a lot of books for in preparation for readathon because we we're recording this in a little bit of an advance. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will tell you that all the authors that are part of readathon, if you haven't read them before, you absolutely should. Natalie Kenya. um, oh shoot who do we got Swati mh they mm-hmm. i have read both their books they're very good well and that's the thing there there's a lot of new to us authors in the readathon this year
1: which we get some oldies but goodies that we love and adore but we had some new people that we haven't we haven't met we haven't read and so we becky likes to get an idea of everybody's books before she they like come so
0: there's a lot of prep. There is a lot of prep. Um, and so it's not that those books aren't great. I just, um, I just didn't have one that stood out at this minute. So, but we'll be back next time with more books of the week. Cause I'll have had more, I'm taking some vacation. So I'll have time to read what I want.
1: Mm-hmm. I decided I'm going to read like podcast books and like arcs and stuff during the week. And my weekends are going to be just books that I want to read. So smart. <clears throat> I know. I thought it was a really great
0: idea. Um, do we have a Patreon update?
1: Um, we have a. Ooh, sorry, I clicked something and
0: I didn't know what was going to happen. We do doing?
1: have a Patreon update. Welcome to new Patreon member Allison. <clears throat> We're so grateful for our Patreon supporters like Callie, Elizabeth, Rachel, and Susie. Without We recently updated our Patreon perks. Some of our perks include monthly swag packs, bonus content like Should I Read It and Buzzing After Dark, Drunk Book Club, merch discounts in the merch shop, quarterly reading journals, another round episodes, Coffee of the Month Club, and bi-monthly author roundtables, which are starting this month. In September, we are hosting our very first roundtable discussion. It's going to feature author Jamie Davenport, and her roundtable will take place on September 14th. Details can be found at patreon.com backslash bookcase and coffee. And this is exclusive for the top two tiers Two tiers of our Patreon. Cold Brew
0: and Queen Bee. <clears throat> and I will tell you, Allison actually joined the Patreon because she saw my Arizona Vengeance and Pittsburgh Titan stickers. And that I, because oh, I had them on the back of my we Kindle. Have,
1: we have exclusive Arizona Vengeance and Titan sticker access for our Patreon members. So.
0: And she saw that and she's like, where did you get those stickers? And I was like, oh, they're part of the swag packs for our Patreon members. And she's like, what? So if you are listening to this and you're an author and you have a logo or a like a team logo or, or a business a bakery logo. logo or anything like that that you would be willing to share with us that we could use for an exclusive sticker for our patreon listeners we would love them so just email us the bees and bookcase and com mm-hmm. um because leah doesn't know and if it, you, she's and if you don't do have
1: one if you don't have one and you need one or want one Send us an email also, because we can help you with that as well.
0: You're going to make a Cupid Bakery sticker.
1: Oh, I saw the email that you sent. I actually got some ideas already. There we go.
0: Um, You can join while helping to support the podcast over on Patreon.com. We would really like to hit our goal of 40 Patreons by the end of the year. Uh, You can find details at Patreon.com slash Bookcase and Coffee. One of our Patreon exclusives is our Drunk Book Club. Mm-hmm. And September's Drunk Book Club will feature community favorite author Sawyer Bennett. Uh, we are reading Codename Hacker, and it is part of the Jameson Force series. And we are hanging out with her on September the 15th, I think it is. 17th? Um,
1: I, honestly, I can't even remember. But this is a series. 17th. That if you have not read it, you can machete it, because I actually came into this series late. I have gone back and read some of the beginning ones, but it is macheted. Well done. Can't believe you said that. I know. It hurts my heart a little bit.
0: So next time, next time.
1: Next time on Buzzing About Romance, we are pairing up songs and books. We ask for inputs and votes for song titles in different decades. And we will be pairing a book that we think the song encompasses the feeling of the book, or a moment in the book. We are going to be joined by two, three three. three, three of our podcast contributors, and each of us will be have will have different song options and different book options. So, get ready for all the wrecks,
0: all the book wrecks. Um, Lindsay, Jenny, and Heather will be joining us for the request lines are open. Mm-hmm. Anyway, That's it's title. the Buzzing About Romance mixtape.
1: I do like a good mixtape on a cassette.
0: Tape. It can be a <laughs> playlist. Well. <No>. Anyway. Everyone, <laughs> until next time. Happy reading, everybody.
1: Find us on Instagram at Buzzing About Romance or on Twitter at Buzzing Romance.